Welcome to this Clinical Insight. Uh, this one we are calling What is Old is New. And this is a topic I talked about a little bit uh, on the podcast and different things. But I came across uh, somebody who really was talking about in their profession, it wasn't even related to health and fitness and performance, how they didn't really invent anything that they've utilized to be successful. What they did was they discovered and collected things, um, ideas, thoughts, um, even looking at programs or problems uh, that they came across as they were learning and through collecting them developed kind of their own unique approach then to addressing them and really that is what has allowed them to be successful is kind of picking and pulling and developing their own toolbox, uh, if you will, to then create what they are able to now be successful off of. And I thought that was really, you know, an important thing. And I've heard this from a couple different places on the first I heard it from was Charles Poliquin, um, controversial fitness and strength and performance guy. Um, but results are kind of unquestionable, uh, for the most part, in terms of what he would do and how he would get people stronger. And again, while methods were different at times, uh, the results were there. But um, he basically had the same thought processes that nothing is really that new, um, especially in the world of strength and conditioning and fitness. Um, it just gets repackaged, kind of rebranded, maybe kind of combined together to create a new system, if you will. That really is what um, everybody's able to do these days and then sell. You know, Obviously, there is still research going on to come up with new things, and that is important. Uh, but really, in terms of a lot of it, uh, it's probably been done before. It's just a matter of figuring out who did it. Um, so really kind of getting into that, you know, that nothing or very little is new. That's not necessarily a bad thing because nothing is a one size fits all. And I think we can see that is that nobody, not everybody trains the same. Yes, there are groups that do and they get great results. Um, but individuals at the highest level don't all train the same. And if the, there was one thing that truly was the thing that worked, that's what everybody would be doing. It's the same thing when it comes to treatment in terms of whether you are the practitioner or the patient. If one thing worked for everybody, that's just what would be done. It'd be the standard of practice. And while there are some, different things work for different people. That's why there are so many different practitioners out there from physical therapists to chiropractors to massage therapists to go down the line. Um, everybody's got a little bit of a unique idea and vantage point on stuff and that can be really important and so that's really what I take out of it is it's finding these bits and pieces um, there will be a follow-up to this one probably in a couple weeks uh, talking about uh, structured principles with some flexibility in terms of what you're doing but taking these bits and pieces and what makes sense and then it's really in the application of those and how it works with the person you're working with or how the person that is treating you, how you find that it works. Um, 
And really, ingenuity comes from how you can combine and repackage all this information and then relay it and apply it. I think that is the big key here is that how are you getting able to communicate it to the person that you are working with or that person that's working with you? How do they communicate it to you is so important. Um, and that's really figuring out where you can take those things and apply it to a specific person to make a difference in that person on that day. And it probably won't be the same from patient to patient. And I think that's a good thing um, that it's not. This can come into the concept of a jack-of-all-trades uh, in that, yes, gathering bits of information and tools um, that you have because you can pull on something that you may not use very often, and I think that is analogous to the tools you know that in your tool shed. You may have to go and buy that one and it's a hyper-specific tool, but man, when you needed it, it is the thing that you needed that day, and it was worth every penny. And you may not need it for quite some time, but there was that time that you did, and you may need it again, and so it is worth the investment. And I think that is really good because pulling from different things like fitness and nutrition from the speed and uh, power group, they're going to continue to evolve in terms of people trying to combine different things and being able to stay open and think about those things is going to be useful because there may be a time you need it and the more you've been exposed to, the more you can quickly draw on those and it's really, really important that you're able to do that because again, whether you're the patient or the practitioner, different things will work for different folks and it's good to have those at the ready and maybe it is a combination of different nutritional concepts uh, where you pull a little bit from one fringe idea but combine it with some of the basics of science. So is it the type of food you're eating while you're maintaining caloric balance or a deficit if you're looking to lose some weight because we got to find what works for that person is it training somebody with some more strength because that is where they seem to respond even if that isn't the quote-unquote traditional way of doing it versus somebody else who just needs more volume in order to get the results that they are doing um, and for what they're trying to do and again That'll take time, but being able to know those ones, see what other people have done to tool different things together where you can now pull from that and then reapply it is going to be immensely important for you um, moving forward, either as the patient or the practitioner. So uh, just came across that you know idea from somebody pretty sure they were in business that you know they didn't invent most of what they do uh, they just discovered and collected the ideas and that's what then allowed them to kind of reassemble pa repackage and then communicate that to the people that they were working with and has led them to be really successful so i uh, just wanted to share that out there again i think in a couple weeks uh, we're going to do a research review next week uh, but 
that concept of structured principles with flexibility is something I've been thinking a lot about in terms of my treatment plan and what I've seen um, with other practitioners and just heard with some others about, you know, different protocols, uh, which we'll dive into there, um, time and a place as there is with everything, but a couple keys that we'll hit on in a couple weeks here. So hope you enjoyed this. Uh, we've got some new changes coming with Clinically Press. This is out um, in early January. Um, we're hoping by the end of the month, we've got a lot more exciting things to release to you about what the Clinically Pressed brand is going to be doing. And so we look forward to you joining us on that journey. Uh, so until next time, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you later.